Hello, everybody. Yay, welcome to our first episode of The Best Breakup Ever. I'm Ryan. I'm Remy. And I'm Emily. And we're really super excited that you're listening today, tonight, whatever you're listening. Uh, if you are here, then you probably are going through a breakup. Are about to go through one. Or you haven't gotten over a breakup. And we're not just talking romantic relationships. There's all kinds of breakups. Um, friendships and... Work. work. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Family members. Um, you know, really, there's a level of grief involved with all of them. There's stories involved with all of them. And we are here to hear your stories and to share with you ours. And we have one hell of a story, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we do. What is we're, the we're, whole... <laughs> yes, we do. You made it yeah, sound it easy for fun. a minute there. Like we're, yeah. Oh, that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> you made it awkward. I still have brought that drama on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, because this show is so scripted, where do we begin? Where do we... Oh, that's a song. Sorry, that just... I'll, I'll put it on our Twitter and you guys can hear it. Um, yeah, so let us introduce ourselves, I guess, since this is our first episode ever. We should tell the people who we are. Um, again, I'm Emily, and I am married to Ryan. Hello. <laughs> I am best friends with Remy. Hi. And Remy and I used to date. We dated for about three years, two and a half, two and a half years, and we had absolutely the best freaking breakup ever. Mm-hmm. We really did. I think the best place to start would be when we decided that we needed to consider breaking up. Right, I mean, that's... I well, think I think we have to start even further before that. Oh, we do. They don't know us at all, man. This is like a fairy tale cool story. Like, this is... We have the cool story. All right, all right wait. This is the cool thing because it involves also Ryan. It literally involves all it three in- of us. And, in a weird twist of fate, it involves my ex-husband. It's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. So, started back, like, how many years ago? Ten, uh, 11 years ago. 11 years ago. 12. Twelve years ago. Twelve years ago. We're getting older. This started 12 years ago. My ex-husband was a producer of podcasts before podcasts were even cool, so i got to give a shout-out there. He was way ahead of his time, and he had an online radio show. And we threw, well, we were throwing an event, and it was an 80s-themed event, and we were like, yo, you know what we have to have? It's an 80s-themed event. We need break dancers. So we hired what we called this event company, and we're like, we need to bring in some break dancers. And they sent to us this, like, my brother from another mother. I still love this guy. That's a whole other, that's a breakup story. We need to address that story someday, mm-hmm. too. That's a friend break story. We'll get to that one. Um mm-hmm. But we hired this awesome guy named Mark, hey Mark, um, and he came out and he brought with him a friend. That friend that he brought with him to the event that my ex-husband was throwing was Remy. Hi. I was there with my ex-girlfriend. We went... His girlfriend at the time. That's a fair, fair distinction. She was my girlfriend then, ex-girlfriend now. Not friend now. So not every breakup ends this way. My friend now, though. Weirdly enough, she's still on my Facebook, and every once in a while, we're like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Out? Yeah, she dated my brother's college roommate. Oh, right. Like, she just circled my life for, like, a oh, very long time. And, like, the so whole way, weird. she's an awesome chick. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway. 
But yeah, so so my ex-husband and I are throwing this event. My husband at the time. See, that's another distinction. Husband at the time. Mm-hmm. So my husband and I at the time, we were throwing this event. We hire a break dancer to come out to perform. He brings a friend with him. That's Remy. He shows up. He's there with his girlfriend. We meet, like, randomly. I was covering for another company, actually. I was speaking on the podcast on behalf of the company. That was where... So Emily and I didn't really talk then. We were just, like, in each other's area. Yeah. And it wasn't until that she needed a consulting for a show later. Wait, no, no, no. It gets... You're missing the whole other chunk of this event. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Wait, he was there, too. I thought he was at the no. date auction. No, no, no. He was at the You were at the Frank one. the Unicorn? Yes. Hold on. So, at this very same event, you guys, this is the crazy thing. This has nothing to do with breakups, but this is just our crazy, like, how it all began story. Like, in a movie, this would be our meet cute, right? Really? Okay. So, wait. So, ex-husband... Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah. Really? I'm just discovering this. I thought that was a different event. No. No. Well, then. Let's just take a moment. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. We do have the best breakup so, ever. I win. We have the best breakup ever. So, all right. Husband and I throw in the event. Hire the break dancer. He shows up with his friend. Friend is Remy. He's there with his girlfriend. We're like, hey, he's here to cover on the podcast. Cool, great. Get on the microphone. Can't really chat right now. In the meantime, I have another friend. His name is Jim. Jim comes out. He's like, yeah, she's, you know, friend is throwing this event. We're at World of Beer. World of Beer in Coconut Creek. Huge big ups to them because they've always been awesome and sponsored a ton of our events. But that's besides the point. All right, so we're at Worlds of Beer. Jim shows up. He's got a friend. His friend had a bad day at work that day. Work broke up with me that day. Work broke up with him that day. <laughs> it was a bad breakup. No, it wasn't. I got laid off. It was out of my power. But it was me. I was the friend. And Ryan showed up at the event. But here's the crazy thing. I didn't talk to him that day either. He was there. He came out. He had drinks with Jim. Remy came out, he was on the podcast, I was just running around like crazy running this event, and all three of us were at the same event at the same time without even knowing each other or realizing it. Oh, man. We had a fucking movie moment, you guys. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And the like, we could have done that episode where everyone met. Yeah. Dude, you we, know? we all might have bumped into each other at the same time. You guys I could have stolen your wallet. I could have said something mean about you then. Yeah. Anything could have happened. Yeah, but so we did not meet that day though. Like we did. Well, Remy and I met, but like very briefly. And then fast forward. So then I was performing, Mm -hmm. and I needed a consultant. I was doing burlesque, and I needed a consultant. I wanted to put magic in my burlesque act, and I thought, who do I know that does magic? Oh, the guy who showed up with the breakdancer. That's me. So I reach out to breakdancer Mark. I'm like, hey, Mark, can you get me in touch with that magician? He puts me in touch with Remy, and I get some consulting on magic for burlesque, and we we hang out. It was a good thing. Yeah. We met. And then, needless to say... They ended up together. We date, and eventually, the dating didn't go so well. <laughs> and I guess that's the story we can share with you today. So the breakup started with uh, me planning a trip to New York. <laughs> I like that you laugh at that. Yeah. Well, I was supposed to invite her on the trip or plan for both of us to go. I don't know. I didn't know. Every time, going. dude. Every time. I know. He still doesn't know why we broke up. I don't. Up. No, I'm just kidding. No. he was. That's the reason it works. You just have to be forgetful. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's helpful. 
<laughs> no, I mean, totally. Look, fact of the matter is, we were always, like, really good friends. Yeah. And, and no matter what, we were super good friends because both of us have the same mentality that you shouldn't date somebody unless you're actually friends with the person. Mm-hmm. Right? And so we were friends. And then everything was pretty much fine. However, we had some differing views on things. Number one, a very big factor that I wanted to have kids. Remy did not. No. This changed over the course of our relationships. When we mm-hmm. met, I was not so keen on children. I was not sure I wanted them. I was going past a divorce. Didn't know if I wanted kids. Then we met. Then I was like, nope, definitely do want kids. And he was like, definitely don't. And we were like, still don't. Still doesn't. Um, so, but because we had a good relationship, we were able to communicate that with each other, and we tried other things instead. We started traveling more. We would do <laughs> until you went to New York without me. No. <laughs> well, that's where we get to. But uh, you know, we started traveling together a little bit more. We got a bearded dragon. We yeah, had another cat, right? Like something else to take care of for the two of us, and. Yeah, we got a bearded dragon. We got a cat. Mozzie. Mozzie. And Caffrey. Rest in peace. Oh, Mozzie. Caffrey, rest in peace. Mozzie. Oh, moment of silence. Oh, you guys are cute. Okay. Um. And we actually tried, like, we tried to do other things and see if anything else there would kind of <laughs> fill that gap. And that was an important thing because it showed both of us trying, which we when did, you have yeah. any kind of friend, anybody who's in your life, to be able to see the other person actively try... In my opinion, it's something that you don't want to get rid of. Oh, God, and our poor friends. I agree with you, but we brought friends in as moderators. Do you remember that? We would, like, fight, and we would be like, we, have, we would call friends and be like, can you come over and moderate this fight because this is not going well between us. We oh. need to communicate better. Wow. We're, I mean, we were good about that. We were good about it. We tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah? By the way, Mozzie was our bearded dragon. <laughs> <laughs> that was an important clarification. Yes. Um so we moderated our, our fights and things like that. And we did. We tried a lot of things. We tried to travel more. And then the holidays were coming. Mm. The holidays were coming. The holidays were coming. And it's a time of cheer and goodness and the time to spend with the ones you love and and Remy was gonna spend time with the ones he loved and visit his family in New York. This was 2012, and he was going to go and spend time with his family in New York, and he booked a ticket, but he didn't mention that he booked a ticket. Just kind of booked his own ticket. Oh, that sounds like me. Yeah. And so then I was like, you, like, totally didn't include me on that trip. And then he didn't want an inception with me, and we'll have a whole other episode on deal breakers. That's a big one for me. And, um, yeah, and so... Inceptualize, people, inceptualize. Inception, yeah. Very important, <laughs> apparently. It, to me, it is. It's an important one. If you can't live in an inception world with somebody, that's... It's a deal breaker on me. Anyways, it we'll doesn't matter. We'll get to the deal breakers. Um, yeah, so, so we actually, like, decided to break up. And we're going to walk you through that, too. But Because we had decided to break up kind of mutually in, in a conversation, we thought that it was important to talk each other through it because one of the hard parts was that we were best friends. So when you break up with somebody, you tend to turn to your best friend and do whatever it is that you need to do. Vent about them, talk about it. 
whatever it might be, but because we were each other's best friends, we did that yeah, with each other. That's the fucking hardest part about breaking up with anybody, right? You're yeah. like, this person that you went to for everything, now you can't? Like, you're not supposed to talk to them anymore. That was It's weird. that song. Um, but a lot of people have problem dealing with that in general because they don't realize that they can still. Right, like, you can still talk to that person. Talk to them but that's then actually kind of... But it, the, you both have to be okay with that. It can't be one-sided either. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And you do have to really be friends with the person. And I think that's the key. Like, I know whenever we, when we mentioned that we were even going to do this podcast, we had a lot of people who were like, oh, I can never do that with my ex. So when we said we were going to do this podcast, I had like a ton of people who kept coming up to me and they're like, I could never do that with my ex. And I understand that for some people. Because if you either really were not close or you weren't friends first or you didn't become friends during your relationship or obviously, like, if there was some form of um, infidelity or some kind of cheating, something like that. I mean, I, I understand there's certain things that are really hard to get past. Um, if you had slept with, like, my sister. I don't have a sister, but, like, if you had slept with my sister, probably harder or to get past. Or my brother. That would have been weird. You and Jamie never got along that great. Never not enough to sleep long. together. But, like... But, or, you know, enough to sleep together, according to America. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I understand there's, like, certain times that this doesn't work. But I think overall there's certain rules that if you follow, you can have a pretty damn good breakup and end up And not only that, a good relationship that leads up to a good breakup. Like, that's such an odd thing to say, but it's, like, these rules kind of do set some sort of guide for a good relationship as well. That's really true. Um, I mean, I'm coming from, you know, an outsider point into this. Like, I, I, I'm the one that has had to learn to be okay with all of this and not, you know, necessarily let it bother me in any way. I mean, there's no reason for it to bother me, but I'm not, you know, if I was a crazy, jealous person, you know, I would I yeah. not be okay with mm-hmm. it. You know? Sure. I think that's a, that's an important thing to mention because... Us being friends wouldn't still be working as well if Ryan also wasn't as much a part of this whole, like, relationship triumvirate or whatever that we have here. Is it triumvirate? Is that the, that's not the right word. I sound like an idiot. Anyways, <laughs> if Ryan wasn't such a big part of things and wasn't as accepting about this, I think it would have made it a lot harder. We've seen that with people you've dated. And, yeah. like, not yeah. we're not going to name any names, but it does make it a lot more difficult when you date somebody who is not a fan of our friendship. But no, a lot what? of the letter A. Sorry, please go on. <laughs> no, but I've been in, in the past, I've been in relationships where the girl has kept in contact with her ex-boyfriend because they were still friends or whatever. And come to find out a year into the relationship, he's still trying to hit on her. And she's now becoming confused about the whole thing. So... That there's some just some negativity that we can all do without in a relationship. Well, there's a level of shadiness that can happen at times, you know, where people, where the guy is still trying to hit on the girl, and the girl enjoys the attention, right? So it doesn't want to tell the guy, hey, you don't stop saying those kinds of things to me. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of falls in that same category, too, where, like, you know, guys that try to talk to women and say, like, oh, I'm just saying something complimentary. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but you're saying something complimentary in a really rude way or at the right. inappropriate time. Like, just because what you're saying is kind or nice doesn't mean that it was the time for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the really... So, 
we literally laid out rules when we <laughs> broke up uh, to make sure that we had a respect for each other and for each other's significant other. Um, we had rules like when we could hang out. I know that was a really big one. So we would say, you know, we can go out for lunch or coffee, but we can't go out for dinner. Not that we couldn't. We wouldn't. We wouldn't go out for dinner. The important question that we asked was, when Ryan had to say in his head, my girlfriend is going out with her ex-boyfriend, would he rather say, are they going to lunch or they're going to dinner? No. And whatever was going to make that situation easier, More less, romantic, yeah, less romantic for everybody involved, those are the decisions that we tried to make. Yeah, like we were broken up, what, like five, five years? or six years, seven years before we went to go see a movie together without Ryan because we were And like, even that was because that. I was broken up with. Yeah, he was sad <laughs> and that was an extenuating circumstance. <laughs> we go to the movies a lot, the three, we do a lot, the three of we us. We actually do a lot. Like we travel together, we've stayed in Airbnbs for Sam, uh, <laughs> For birthdays, we've, like, shared Airbnbs and stuff. Like, we just, um, we do quite a bit together. But why wouldn't you with your best friends? But and, like, we all live a normal lifestyle, nothing. Oh, right. That's mm-hmm. a, okay. Nothing but, strange either. That's yeah, important. so question, like, we get asked a lot if we are all three in a relationship or if this is, like, a we are poly- not a am- We're not a throuple. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Um, everyone can have whatever lifestyle they choose. That's just not the one we all choose. Um one husband is plenty. One wife, I'm sure, is plenty for him, too. Yeah. So, um, no. I like being able to leave. <laughs> he likes being able to go home. We have kids, <laughs> many of them. Um, he likes I like being able to like, start some shit and walk out, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're, we are not all in a relationship. However, we're all like, highly involved in one another's relationships. Uncle Remy all here. Uncle Remy. Okay, I'd, I'd like to also make a, a point, too, that when you... That it's not Remuel, it's Remuel. <laughs> I know. I like the name Remuel. I, Rem- I, I wish your name was Remuel. Yeah. Like, I'm sad and, it's not. And I, legal name change will do it. That's the halfway point. <laughs> so I, there's an important thing to be said, too, and it's that you have to trust the people around you. Like, you genuinely have to trust the people around you. Emily and I did not break up because somebody cheated or lied or anything in that sense. We broke up out of a mutual difference for our futures. That was it. So when it came time for Emily to meet somebody, Ryan, and they started, (laughs) and they started dating, I had to also realize that that relationship was more important than my relationship with Emily because he was the person she was going to have to see every day. I could like literally search it and leave, but. They had to spend time together. They couldn't create something separate necessarily for me. So I had to learn to trust her and her opinion of the guy that she would eventually fall in love with and say, like, well, if Emily trusts Ryan, I have to also trust Ryan. I do not give you that same level of respect with the girls. You don't have to. I have not shown good reason to do that. I apologize for that, but there has not been a great track record. I don't have a good track record. Like, there's been a few. I'm of no illusions of some of the girls I have dated. Okay. And that's... I want to trust your opinion, but I do feel a need to vet sometimes now. Though I will say, every one of them that emails me after this, it was like, yo, I heard you talking shit. I didn't name any names. Not a single name. We're never going to talk names about y'all. I might. Y'all know who you are. You've been mean to him, and we know who you are, and that's my best friend. So, we know where to... No, I'm just kidding. 
If I see him in a dark alley. No. Um, just kidding. I would never, like, hit somebody or anything. I would just be super mean to somebody. I would just mean girls. Like, them. inconvenience them a lot. I would inconvenience them. I would, like, move their things slightly you to the left. Make sure the shopping cart is in front of their shopping cart. You, wait, yeah. you just said you would, you would not hit. Of course, you, you're the nicest person in the world. You would not hit anybody. I would never hit anybody. I'm so, I'm, like, too nice. I would actually probably see them and then be like, are you okay? <laughs> How are you doing from this breakup? Because I understand, like, you know, no, you would be like, rough. you're not nice. I would. I'd be like, you're not as you were you're a piece of poop. No, I <laughs> I would probably be a piece of shit. I'd be like, you're a, you're a, some you're of them a I'd have a lot of words for. But some of them were very sweet girls. One in particular gave great hugs. I loved Aww. her. <sighs> Shout out to Taylor. I like her. <laughs> Can I say that? She was a sweet girl. You were a sweet girl. Um, I liked her a lot. Okay. Anyway. Anyways. Um... <laughs> But actually, that segues really well, though, into um, communication in a relationship, because some of these girls... Um, well, wait, before we get there, we still have our five tips for the best breakup ever. Yes, you were right. Okay, so five tips. Best breakup ever. Number one is communicate. Communication. Communication. That's the key in every relationship ever when you're together, but also when you break up. I know you. I don't know if y'all can hear our dogs, but our dogs are going crazy in the background. I strongly believe it's because dogs also deal with breakups, and maybe <laughs> they want to discuss their side too. But the boys do not agree. I strongly believe that they just want to come in here and make noise while we're trying to record this beautiful, wonderful podcast. So, five tips: best breakups ever. Uh, number one is communication. Right. Communication lets you know that you are may break up. That you're going to be setting up the breakup. Like, if you communicate up until that point, yeah. you're going to know, like, oh, we need to break up soon. You're not going to be surprised. Like, you're exactly. going to be like, things aren't working. And you're just like, okay, like, this isn't working out. We're going to have to do something about this. Let's talk about it. Let's this, let's that. But, like, you at least aren't going to be, like, woken up in the middle of the night. Like, hey, <laughs> sorry you're asleep, but I'm leaving. <laughs> you know, like, it's no surprises if you communicate the whole way. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Um... Number two, don't just break up. Give yourself some time. Not we had a little, a lot of. All right, so we had like six months. <laughs> well, we had like a long time. We all, we decided so we were like, this isn't working, and we know this isn't working, so we have to do something about it. But it's really super. It was really super inconvenient to break up right then because we were like, we need to work through some <clears throat> things and talk about things, and we didn't want to just like have like that rough. Break. So we decided, you know what, we live together and everything. Let's give it some time. Let's pack up things together. And I think that's actually another rule that we talked about. Like, either pack your things together or process things together. Like, at least, like, process your emotions and what you're going through together. Because, again, hopefully you guys should be best friends. When you take the time, it's, you know, marinate on whatever it is that was agreed upon, right? Like, take the time to say, like, this is what I'm thinking. This is how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Let's give it a week and see if we're still feeling that. Also, give it time is giving each other time to grow. Maybe you have this opinion this week, but next week you're going to say to yourself, oh, maybe I'm not doing this. Like, maybe I feel differently about it. Maybe the person was right. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was right and they were wrong. You don't know how that's going to impact in a week. It was smart to wait to make that decision. Yeah, absolutely. And in our case, I mean, six months is a long time, but we had a lot going on. Mm -hmm. 
What made you guys decide to wait though? Like what? What? Because some people, I I would think, and you know, going through a breakup, it's you're not really yourself. You're a little so I think know, it, it was broken, the, if you will. We couldn't pinpoint a specific thing the other person did. Like there was nothing that the other person did. There was nothing to say. Like we definitely need to break up because this person did. This. We didn't ha- like. Here's the thing. We could have stayed in the relationship. But we wouldn't have both felt 100%. 100% like fulfilled in the relationship with the things that we were wanting. But we weren't like, oh, I hate you or I'm mad at you or anything like that. So it was like, all right, we have to do this. But also like we want to still hang out and watch White Collar and like be, be like, like go and travel and do things. And we want to do that and like do that together. So we, again, it, it was kind of like what we do now. Like we're like, we just want to hang out. And so we just really talked through a lot of stuff. We spent a lot of time crying. I remember sitting in our clothes in an empty bathtub, <laughs> just, like, crying. Um, we were cleaning, and then we were crying. Um, or cleaning the cat or something. I don't know. We were doing something, and then just crying in the bathtub. Um, we spent a lot of time doing that. And then we were like, okay, like, we do have to break up. we got to pack things up. I've got to move. I'm going away this week. You're going away this week. Okay, we've got this week to pack. And then you were going to New York. Ooh. So then it was, he was going to be away. For Black Friday. Yeah. And I could move my stuff out while he was gone, and we didn't have to, like, watch the other other one leave. Right. It was like he was leaving for New York, and it was like he was going on a trip. He wasn't leaving because we were breaking up. I would be gone when he got back. Um, And then it was, you know, that was just kind of the... Which leads to the next rule of the five-day waiting period. Oh, right, wait, the, yeah, the five-day rule. Five-day rule. Five-day rule is, I think, the favorite invention that we've had out of all invention. Invention? Do we invent it? Like it's a, no, I mean, we, we created, created it. Yeah, we set Thanks. the standards. Yeah. Ah. So the five-day rule is that you're not allowed to sleep with or go on any dates with anybody else within five days after your first official broken-up day. Which, like, totally inspired, kind of, by the show Friends. But, like... I mean, kind of, because they were on a break, and then Ross like immediately went out and slept with somebody. It's like a sitcom thing, I guess it should be. That's it's fair. Like That's fair. It thing. totally yeah. came from sitcoms. It came from sitcoms, which sort of like ninety percent of anything in our lives, but it came mm-hmm. from sitcoms. And so, it's the five day rule. And if you think about it, most of your decisions within five days of a breakup are fueled by emotions and possibly alcohol and possibly. hurt feelings and stupidity. And most definitely not your wisest decisions during those days when technically you should be, like, processing your emotions and thinking about the relationship and the breakup and all of that. So we set up that rule, and I think it really helps because it shows also that you're not immediately, like, jumping to somebody else and disrespecting the relationship that you just had. And also, if you have a hard time doing that, like, waiting five days without getting out there, like, if you can't do that, then I think it shows even more where you have to work on something. That if you can't wait five days, maybe you have a codependence issue. Maybe you have Mm. some other thing going on that's allowing you to not be by yourself. That's true, too. Or then maybe causing a problem. Yeah, maybe that's part of the problem. Why and you, you know keep what? getting broken up with? And, you know, maybe in that moment, right, most people, not most people, but some people don't know how to be self-aware because they don't know when to, like, start being self-aware. And I think that at a breakup is actually a really solid point. It's one of the few times in life you have a line. 
You know, like, this is the official line of when things are changing. So now that you know that things are changing, you have your catalyst. So from there, the things that happen after that, you can actually say, like, oh, hey, this is all happening because of this, and this is why I'm acting this way. It's at least a starting point for being self-aware. That's really true. Did you know they actually say that you have... So every seven years, apparently, you rotate your friends. Like, you have friends that drop off and friends that you gain every seven years. It's I didn't make that up. It's a statistic. I'm not sure exactly where it came from, but I just heard that. And it also happens with major milestones. Like, when you get married, when you get divorced, like, a lot of people who, whoever was in their bridal party, even us, like, some of the people, you know, you're not friends with even 10 years later, let's say. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just these life moments. And they say it happens with breakups also. So you lose friends when you have a breakup. And a lot of times the friends mm-hmm. have to choose. So you have these friend breakups also, which all plays into the break. That was another thing, too. We had, like, a lot of the same friends. So it was, that's always hard. Mm-hmm. Um because when you want to still hang out with everybody, and when it wasn't, it is an amicable breakup. Like, it's hard. You don't want to make everyone have to decide. So, uh, the five day rule helps with that too, because it makes it less awkward for everyone. They want to come by and make sure you're doing okay, and they want to take you out, but they don't want to have to cover for you or lie for you. If you know, you do something, and then you and the person get back together two days later because you realize you still like each other or love each other. So you guys have all been talking about all this wonderful points on the best breakup ever, but what is your worst breakup? Oh, yeah, like, instead of the best breakup, like, the worst breakup? Oh, yeah. Alright, uh, worst breakup for... College. College? I'll go with college, yeah. Major breakup in college. It was after the first year I dropped out of college, and I was living with a bunch of friends, and this girl that I had been dating... Uh, we broke up because I found out she cheated on me, but with like six guys and what ah. it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh man, that was rough. But then, then, um, she was kicked out of. Sorry, that's wrong. Somebody was kicked out of the apartment that five of us were living in, and she wanted to move in. And two after of the you guys pe- after up? we had broken up, and two of the people voted her in. Another person didn't vote her in, and obviously my vote wasn't really weighed because everybody considered me to be biased. So we figured with everybody else voting, you know, that was the way to go. I've learned my lesson, by the way. Biases aside, you're allowed to vote, always. (laughs) Um, And she ended up moving in and convinced everybody else that I should get kicked out, and that was how I ended up homeless for two and a half years. No. Yeah, that that was the beginning of that. Mm-hmm. That's a bad breakup. You broke yeah. up with a house, like your living situation. Whole situation gone. Man. What about you, Emily? I, I'm like in awe of his. His is better than mine. But I, no, I um, my no, but, but I had a crazy one. Um, I would say my worst because I've had a lot of sad breakups. But if we're talking like crazy breakups, um, my worst. I dated this guy for a bit, and then when we, he worked for the phone company. And when we broke up, I started noticing that he would, like, send me messages or he would call me and he would, like, say things to me, even though we were broken up. He would say things that had happened that I had talked to other people about. Oh. Yeah. And so it was creeping me out. So then my friend and I decided we were going to fake a conversation on the phone and, like, talk about some random wild stuff. And then he referenced it, and we were like, holy fuck, this guy's tapping my phone lines. 
and he works for the phone company. He tapped my phone lines. So my stepdad, um, who is in security and all of that good stuff, ended up having to go to the police and everything. And I had my phone lines tapped. It's a wow. creepy stalker, dude. Yeah, so that wow. one was totally weird. Oh, creepy stalker. How about you? Yeah, Ryan, what's your worst breakup? With me, I was crazy about this one girl, and she kind of like just... This is before ghosting was ghosting was a thing. But she was kind of starting to ghost me. So I was like, no, no. So I, so I was like, I'm going to go look for this girl. And I couldn't find her. Four hours later after searching for her. Um, Did she like physically disappear? Like, uh, she just didn't, wasn't home. I went to her house and I kind of went to her mom's house. All creepy. <laughs> And then finally she was like, she got my call and then I told her that I loved her and she said, that's nice. No. And then she said, thank you. And then she <laughs> said she had to go. And that was my worst breakup. She said, that's nice? Yeah. That's nice. Oh. And she didn't get a thank you. I got she, thank you she said, that's nice, thank you. Yeah. Oh. I just, it was a wonderful reciprocal. Well, I hope whoever you are that you know that you missed out on the best man because he's awesome ah. and I win and you lose. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm good. And I actually agree with her on that. And, like he's he's way cooler. And I'm gonna say thank you for doing that because I'm good now. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some crazy breakups though. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like I've had some like terrible breakups, but I'm we can tap into that in a day when I feel more like getting emo, you know. I've I've never really had a good. I mean. My best breakup was nothing compared to the way you guys, because, I mean, I'm not best friends with my exes, you know what, what I mean? What was your best breakup, though? Like, what do you think out of all your breakups was um, the best? I mean, if after so much, we had gone through so much, it was just to a point where we were both, okay, I think, I think we need to call it. Is that your, just a... That was, that was my first wife. Okay, yes, your first wife. Okay, and, she, um, I mean... No, it was a great breakup. We were sitting down in the middle of the road, and we were like, you know, this, this sucks, but we have to do this because... It sounds like they were going to, like, kill their, like... We're sitting down in the middle of the road. <laughs> this sucks. We have to do this. That's... Yeah, so it was, you know... Aww. It was cool, though. It was fun. You know, tears were shed, just like, you know, I'm sure you guys and everybody, you know, but that's that's that, that was that. I remember my fastest breakup ever. What was your fastest one? Was it on post-it notes? No. No, no, but that would have been good. Wait, have you guys ever broken up with somebody on post-it notes? No. No, right? Okay, oh, thank goodness. Just kill y'all. My fast breakup, the conversation went like this. I called her, said, hey, we're not working out. She goes, no, we're not working out. It's fantastic. You want to be friends? Yes, let's be friends. Let's meet at Taco Bell? Absolutely. That was it. That was the entire breakup. I'm that's a good one. That yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that was solid. No, that was solid. We're still friends, like, actually, this many years. Oh, that I'm was not high school. Pretty. That's high school. You guys are still friends? Still friends. Nice. That's still friends. Cool, Just had a baby. Aw. Yeah, very proud of her. I had a good breakup in the sense I had, I, I've said this the whole time, I think the fairest breakup I've ever had. Was I, ha- <laughs> no, it was like, it was the fairest breakup I've ever had. Like, things were good. I've never had it where things were really bad with somebody. Like, date mm-hmm. somebody pretty much, like... They had to be a decent They human. had to be a decent human yeah. being. They had to be good. Like, I haven't dated anybody, anybody, who I would say is, like, a total, like, shithead. But, like, this guy, he and I are still friends. Like, it was not totally amicable. But, like, when we broke up, he just said to me, he's like, look, like, I think you're great. I think you're awesome. 
You're just not the one. And when I picture myself walking down the aisle, it's not to you. And I just can't keep going on with this. And I was like, fair enough. Like, how are you? You can't argue with that. Okay, I will say, though, in your breakups, there's one word you should never use. Use the word unexplainable. Never use ineffable. Don't do it. Why? Ineffable means you can't explain it. But in a breakup, it sounds like that you're not fuckable. Oh, yeah, I guess Don't use the word ineffable. Have Don't you do had it. that fight with somebody? No, but I watched How I Met Your Mother, and it almost happened in real life, and That's it made me very happy. Funny. But, yeah, don't don't use that word. Ineffable. Yeah, yeah I, I totally almost that. said it. I remembered the episode of How I Met Your Mother, and I was like, I am not going to use that word right now. That's really very funny. Well, then, we're just going <laughs> to forget that one. Yeah. That's crazy, man. But speaking of, like, people that break up and, like, become best friends or stay best friends or whatever, you know, we have celebrities also that are doing that. Yeah, I'm sad about one of them because this was, like, the couple that I would turn to. Be like, look, see, other people have done it. You know I know who people. you're talking about. Who's that? Uh, Lisa Bonet and Jason, Jason Momoa and, and Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. They were like our, our goals couple, basically. Yeah. They were their goals. Fuck that. We haven't all broken up as friends. They broke up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wait, did like, Lenny Kravitz and what's no, the Jason Momoa right. break up? So, so this is a sad part, right? Right. Like, first of all, I always loved their relationship because, like, Lenny Kravitz and Jason Momoa actually got each other rings because Lisa Bonet had been married to Lenny Kravitz, and they had a ring together when they were married, and then they got divorced. Then she married Jason Momoa. They had a ring together because they were married. Mm-hmm. And so then the guys were like, well, you've had rings with both of us, so we're going to get rings together. And the two guys got rings together, right? Which is, like, super cute. And so the three of them were all, like, best friends, and they did all this stuff together. And now all of a sudden, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet are going their own separate ways. And I just feel like Lenny Kravitz has to feel some sort of way about this. (laughs) Like, that guy is sad, y'all. You know it's true. Because if Brian and I got, like, if anything happened to us, would you not be sad? I would be so sad. Like, I'm sorry, I would have to stay friends with both of you. Of course you would. Absolutely, I would have to. And and it's I would it's hard both for of you everyone the involved. Like it's, well, I wouldn't want to break up. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, oh, with him? I know. No, you guys. I get it. I get it. Like, no matter what, all three of us get to stay friends. Best breakup ever. And, like, genuinely, the rules. like, genuinely, Ryan and I have become best friends over the years. Yeah, like, this you? has been a very it's, real friendship. It, it was, and, and it wasn't anything, like, just happened the day that we met or anything like that. It was, it's come a long way. Yeah. You know, we put in yeah. our time and respect on both ends, you know, in regards to our relationships. So Absolutely. Um, that We had some bonding moments. Yeah. Yeah, I love your bonding moments. Oh, yeah. We don't, yeah. We don't have to go there. Oh, we'll have to tell <laughs> that story to you all one day and the reason why Remy and Ryan aren't allowed to go play pool together anymore. That's Let's just say I'm the reason why Uber has a clean-up fee. <laughs> He's not lying. <laughs> and I refused oh. to clean up because I didn't do it. So uh, yep. I'm not going to pay it. Oh, we will share that story one day. <laughs> but yeah. But they, I digress. But some bonding between you guys. And I'm sure some issues, too, that probably haven't even seen the light. I mean, I don't... I am sure there's been moments. I can think of a few moments. But there's definitely been some moments where I'm sure it's been uncomfortable across the board. Every which way. Sure. Because um, what we're... You know... Being friends with your ex is not always easy. It's not always comfortable. It's not always comfortable for everybody involved. 
but it comes down to all that communication and all. We've had times where we're like, okay, I don't want to talk about that, or I don't want to hear that, or, you know. It took us, what, like, almost ten years to even, eight years, whatever it is, to even mention the word sex. Oh, yeah. It's true. We have not, like, I don't even know if Ryan knows this. It's just been kind of this unspoken, un whatever thing. But, like, Remy and I would not mention the word sex, talk about sex, mention sex in a movie, any mention kind any of kind of sex, any kind of sex. The, like, sex of a baby would be like, what is the gender? Yes. Uh, no, no like, it, was, so it, was, it was, like, banned yeah. from our conversation because yeah. we didn't want to disrespect you. And so we were always, like, on the up and up, and we would never, ever. And so, like, he's dated other people, and, I mean, we're married, so I don't talk about our sex life to anybody anyways because you're my husband. So you just, it's our sex life. But, um... As he's dated people, and like I know he, like I know you have sex. It's just in my head. Like I'm just like, I don't know about it. So he definitely it's more of an action, like a like a behind the scenes action. Yeah. Like, and while what's going on over there? It's like yeah, exactly. It's like in a the, horror movie. In the you're meantime, just like, you see like the splatter of blood, and you're like, yeah, I guess something happened over there. But yeah, it's it's the sequel when you move in. <laughs> You know, yeah. what happened in this house before? Exactly, yeah. exactly. But yeah, so, um, we got off on like a sex tangent. <laughs> Eight years of not talking about it. <laughs> That's all, <laughs> surprise folks. That's all this show's about. Sex! <laughs> now that we have your attention. What's your uh, favorite position? CEO. No, um, yeah, sorry. Had to throw that one in. That was a good joke. Yeah, thanks. CFO. CFO. Well, CEO or CFO, this is you know, a tough decision. Girl problems. I know. Mm-hmm. I hear you. <sighs> I'm happy to hear that's a girl problem. Right? We actually have a shirt that says that for her. For our line of t-shirts, Unruly Emotion. That's right. Throw that one out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so this is this has actually been a lot of fun today. Yes, it has. Um, I mm. am super psyched to keep talking about breakups, but like not just ours, everybody's. Uh, we we have a lot of celebrity breakups to tap into. So I'm very excited about that because, you know, I love the celebrity gossip. Ooh. And we have a lot of, like, our listener breakups to tap into. We want to hear all about your breakup stories. Yes. We want to hear your stories. Tell us, tell us. Yes. So if you would like to be on our podcast, visit our website, thebestbreakupever.com. And you can fill out our submission form and tell us your story. And maybe you will also be on the show and we can chat it up and find out uh, your best breakup tips or, you know, maybe help you work through all those lingering things. We're not counselors or psychiatrists or anything. We're not going to be able to Magicians! Do well, you're a magician. Oh, sorry. We just make some magic. No, okay, sorry. That was, it's getting late. It's getting late. <laughs> So we want to hear about all the breakups, short-term ones, right? Those, like, one or two dates we want to hear about three months in, year in, friendships, leaving work, how you handle those things. We would like to talk about literally every breakup. No breakup is too big or too small to discuss on this show. What about some bad dates? Bad dates, date breakups, friend breakups, all of them. So visit again, thebestbreakupever.com. Come back again and listen to our next episode, which will be up in two weeks, and we will hopefully get to talk to all of you. So 
Good again, luck this next few weeks. Hope you don't have yay. a breakup, but if you do, we're here for you. Again, this is Ryan. I'm Remy. I'm Emily. And we're breaking up. <laughs> Bye.